You're listening to Live 360 with Tony Sutherland, and this is episode 32. All right, everybody, let's jump into it today. We've been on a series of dealing with the me monsters and the past few episodes, we've been talking about the ambition monster. That's the monster that chases you. We talked about the promotion monster. That's the monster that lures you in. Uh, We talked about the envy monster. Um, That was just a one part episode. That's the uh, monster that possesses you. Today, we're talking about overcoming rejection. That's the monster that stings you. Uh, man, rejection is, is like a bee sting, man. It hurts. And we're going to help you deal with that pain today. Now, I want to just say real quick, the key to overcoming rejection is to accept your acceptance in Christ. And of course, everything we talk about here is rooted and grounded in the gospel of grace. By the way, let me say real quick, if you have not discovered me on YouTube, I'm in kind of a whole different vein on there. I go really deep into grace. Everything we talk about on my YouTube channel, and you just search my name, Tony Sutherland, and if you find the little logo with the TS in it, that's the one you're going to subscribe to. And I'm saying subscribe, that's not subliminal. (laughs) That is, I'm just being as bold as I can. I'm like the Avon lady with brass knuckles. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Right there we go full on grace. We go into scriptures. I talk about grace. These are in-depth, about 25 to 30 minute um, YouTube episodes on grace. Um, Here we cover a lot of different topics, but as we cover them here, we go really deep into grace. And if you haven't discovered my YouTube channel, that's a whole nother world of, of just, man, you talk about powerful revelation, man, I just break things down. I make it simple, but I go deep at the same time. You're going to want to check us out on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe, hit the bell notifications. So, so you'll always know when new content is coming out and, and please, by all means, like, and share those videos as well. We want to get the word out to as many people we can about uh, the grace that is found in Jesus Christ. Everything on my YouTube channel is about pointing lives to Jesus and all things grace. You're going to love it. I know you'll go back often. We post at least a very quality, in-depth video once a week there. So really excited about that. But today we're, we're at our podcast, so let's get back to that. So the key to overcoming rejection is to accept your acceptance in Christ. And if you'll go back to uh, episode eight and nine here at Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're listening to that, to that or Google Podcasts if you're listening to that, back on June 1st and May 25th of this year, 2020, we did a two-part series called Acceptance Issues. And I really believe the key to overcoming rejection is rooted in your understanding of your acceptance in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6, for you have been made acceptable in the beloved by grace. By grace, you've been made accepted. So once you really get a good hold on that, you're going to really, that's half the battle, if not all the battle of overcoming rejection. 
But today I want to talk about five different aspects of rejection and how it benefits us. See, when you understand how rejection actually benefits you, man, you're going to be able to, to take on rejection and eat it for breakfast and use it to your advantage. Sometimes you guys, we don't understand that even rejection can be fuel for us to keep going. And so I want to give you five factors today that show you the benefits or five benefits of rejection that will help you even more grasp this idea of overcoming rejection. Um, We all go through rejection on a regular basis. It isn't just something that happens in the past, but I would say if you are making significant strides towards a goal or a dream or your calling in ministry or your business or your career or whatever you're pursuing, you're always going to run into rejection of some sort. And it's usually by people. People will reject you. We all, we all know that God never rejects us. That's what helps us hold on when the times get tough and we are being rejected. But I, I would have you go back to acceptance issues, part one and part two, episode eight and nine, back on June 1 and May 25 of this year. Check that out. Listen to that again. Pass it on to a friend. But today we're going to talk about the five benefits of rejection, and it's going to help us get a better grasp on how we can overcome rejection. All right, so right at the top, let me just go ahead and quickly share the five benefits of rejection, and then we'll break it down. I want to go ahead and give you the five points right at the top so you can kind of be processing it ahead of time. Number one, rejection is correction. Number two, rejection is protection. Number three, rejection is projection. Number four, rejection is redirection. And number five, rejection is not ejection. (laughs) Now you may have heard these somewhere along the line. I'm just going to give you my take on them. And I know at least one or two of them is kind of in my wheelhouse. I, you know, teach these in leadership development, uh, uh, summits that I do across the country and around the world. And I know that it's going to help you. It helps us all on an individual basis, not just in leadership, but in life. So number one, rejection is correction. Proverbs 13 and 18 says, poverty and shame come to him who refuses correction, but he who heeds reproof is honored. You know, it's the pain of rejection that is actually growth trying to happen. You know, when you go through the pain of rejection, it's, it's a level up. It's, it's growth. It's growing pains. You know, a lot of people think of rejection as a tax. And so they just ward off everything to do with it. Like, I'm just going to cut off my haters. You know, you got to be careful nowadays because much social media is all about shaking off your haters. But again, when you have someone who rejects you or you've been rejected, it's easy to just hold on to that sting and it stings. Again, this is the monster that stings you. It's kind of like got that hornet stinger. It comes out and it just hurts to be rejected. No matter how mature you try to be, no matter how grown up you try to be and handle it, it still hurts on the inside, no matter what, because again, rejection is a pushback. But you have to be careful not to live with a victim mentality. You know, the scripture I just read, watch what happens here. Poverty and shame 
come to those who refuse correction. You know, in rejection, whenever you're rejected, you have to stop for a minute and see if there's any truth in it. And sometimes admitting the truth of a rejection actually can hurt even more than the rejection itself because it reveals some um, in inefficiency or insufficiency about yourself. You know, if you audition for something and you don't make it, the first thing you think is those people don't know what good is. And then the second tier of pain comes where you're like, maybe I wasn't good enough. And that right there, that second tier can actually be the pivotal point for your success or your forward movement, your forward progress, because you can make a decision right there. See, you can't change what someone else thinks about you or what the results are of their adjudication or their assessment of you. But that second tier that comes, maybe I wasn't good enough. You can make a decision. Well, maybe I wasn't good enough. Maybe I need to grow in this area. Maybe I need to develop. And you know what mature people will do? They'll approach their rejectors and say, what was it about my audition or my interview or my paper or my book or my song or my message or whatever it was that didn't land right? Can you give me an honest evaluation? Can you go into depth? You know, some of the rejection that we get that really hurts when you don't know why. You don't know why you were rejected. It helps us to get some information. And I would say if you're a seeker of information, you're looking for a reason why you didn't get accepted or why you didn't make it into the program or what why you didn't cross that barrier, that's only going to help you level up and try the second time. So you've got to be willing to get some information. And I would say that once you get past that initial sting of rejection, let it, let it take its process and its toll, emit any emotions and go through any grieving or disappointment that you need to go through in a healthy way. Don't go bitter and don't go nuclear and don't go basement and don't go underground and harbor bitter feelings. If you can get past the sting of that initial rejection, you might actually find a way to overcome it and get through it the next time around. You know, my daughter recently was not accepted into the nursing program. And I told her, I said, honey, either way, whether you got accepted or whether you didn't get accepted, your character is being developed. If you would have got accepted into the nursing program, you would have had to level up and get busy and get serious on another level about your studies and you would have had more adversities and more challenges. So it doesn't matter whether you get rejected or accepted or not, you're still going to have to develop character. And I said, but I told my daughter, I said, but Anna, listen, you got rejected from this nursing program. You can make a choice to say, well, I'm not going to try again. I'm going to try a different degree. I'm going to go off and wander off and, and, and try going some other routes and make my degree longer, or I'm going to level up, find out what I need to do study, get tutoring, read books, prepare what classes should I take next semester that will help me prepare even more. And you can pursue through that sting of rejection and grow and develop character. And I said, I'm proud of you. I said, I'm so proud of you because you're making the necessary adjustments in what you're doing now so that the next attempt can be more successful. So if you can get past that first rejection, say you you went on a date and you really liked this person, but they didn't quite like you. You know, that rejection hurts. But what you need to ask yourself was, is 
were they the right person for me or was I the right person for them? And obviously it wasn't. So guess what? You're making some reassessments of your future. You're making some quality decisions about another person you want to date. You know, I didn't quite like that about this person. And, you know, yeah, you know, looks are deceiving. You know, you start to learn things that you wouldn't learn had you not gone through the rejection. So you got to get over the victim mentality and you got to get past the sting. Let it heal. Let that wound, you know, you know, pain gives you a great perspective. I just say sometimes you just got to embrace the cactus. You got to hold on to those things that hurt and learn how to develop character because there's no greater teacher than pain. Pain is a great teacher. But if you, if you attack rejection and avoid the pain of it and try to, to numb yourself and self-medicate and do things that don't give you the opportunity to, to think about what happened, you're going to avoid the pain of it. You're going to also lose the ability to gain insight and wisdom that, that, by the way, no one else can give you. Pain is where we get wisdom. Now, I can give you advice. I'm giving you advice on this podcast. I'm telling you what I think. I'm sharing ideas and thoughts and wisdom with you. But here's the thing. That wisdom doesn't really make a difference in your life unless you go through it and learn it yourself because you're going to have wisdom to dispense to others. And the wisdom that we get comes from the areas of our life that cause us pain. And I got to tell you, in my life, in my pursuits and the things that I've been shooting for my whole life, guess what, guys? Rejection is at the top of the list when it comes to pain, when it comes to hurt. I'll just take you back to when I was in middle school. We had this place where young people could go to it was kind of like a nightclub for kids it was alcohol free drug free it was uh, a place where you could play video it was like a, a Dave and Buster's amped up and they they had a dance every Friday night it was like a disco this was back in the 70s when disco was popular and I am not a good dancer I'm the worst dancer there is I have good musical rhythm but I am a terrible dancer And I remember going to those dance offs, if you will, those dance competitions, hoping every night that I would win and I would lose week after week after week. And I remember one night I thought to myself, this, if if I don't win tonight, I'm done. I'm just done. You ever been there? Just been done. How many times have you said that? I am done trying with people. I am done trying this pursuit. I am done with this career field. And I remember I was in the seventh grade and I thought to myself, if I don't win this dance contest tonight, I'm quitting. I'm done. And I went in there and I danced my heart out. And I don't know what it looked like, but I thought, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to give it all I got. I left it on the floor, literally left it on the floor. And you know what? I actually won. I don't know how many weeks it took me, but I remember each and every week, the sting of knowing that I wasn't the winner. Finally, it just kept pushing me. It can fuel you. And, and, and so what I'm saying is, is you can avoid the pain of it and give up. But if you embrace the pain of it, You will eventually learn things and you will develop character. And you know what? Eventually, I believe you will succeed if you keep persevering. This is not a podcast on perseverance, but that has a lot to do with pushing through the pain. 
because rejection has a way of correcting you. Rejection is correction. It adjusts you. It modifies you. It improves you. It prepares you for the next attempt. And I want you to remember that the only real wisdom you're ever going to get in life is when you persevere persevere through the pain of rejection. That's where wisdom comes from. You learn things through that. I'm giving you wisdom and you might think, man, thank you for that wisdom. Thank you for that wisdom. But honestly, it's really not going to help you avoid the pain that you're going to have to go through. It's just going to prepare you when it comes. That's why I give wisdom. I'm not trying to give you wisdom so that you can learn how to escape and, 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 and make the moves to dodge pain and dodge rejection. I'm giving you this advice so that when it comes, you'll have the you'll you'll have some wisdom to be able to embrace the pain that's going to give you wisdom of your own so number one rejection is correction and that's a benefit that's a benefit to rejection because it brings correction into your life it teaches you things you didn't know about yourself so you can be prepared for the next advanced and the next advance and the next opportunity to make your move Hey guys, as I normally do, I just want to break in here halfway and remind you that if you're listening to this episode on Apple Podcasts, I encourage you to subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with one or two other people in your life that need to hear what you're hearing today. Hey, listen guys, rejection is a part of life and so many of us go through it. And so share the wealth, share some of what you're hearing today with someone who's walking through rejection or who has rejection issues. I know it'll help them. This is just part one. We're going to share another uh, episode and conclude next time. But uh, today is a good chance for you to just get people on board and share it with them. So let's jump back into it. And uh, I'll come back at the end with a few closing comments. All right, number two, rejection is protection. Now, I know you probably heard that a hundred times. It's it's not a new phrase, but when I heard it about 20 years ago, it was a new phrase to me. It was something I had heard a friend of mine told me in Nashville. Back in the day, I was trying to get songs recorded and trying to become the next big songwriter in Nashville. And, you know, you you talk about rejection. It's one rejection after the next when you're in Nashville. One rejection after the next. And during a season of my life when I was just very discouraged, uh, I don't know how many songs I had submitted and none of them were getting recorded and none of them were even getting any points at all. Uh, my friend just said, you know, Tony, rejection is protection. And man, that has stuck with me for the past 20 years. You know, the scripture that comes to mind is Genesis 50, verse 20. What man meant for harm, God meant for good. You know, some will enter your life to be a blessing and some will enter your life to be a lesson. (laughs) Blessing and lesson. Those are the two things you're going to learn about relationships. And sometimes when you get rejected, and I'll give you an example, Um, probably about Oh, maybe 30 years ago, I had this opportunity and an open door in Nashville to take some songs to a big publishing company at the time. They don't even exist anymore. Green Tree Publishing is what they were called. And one of the guys that worked 
in the uh, songwriting development uh, division. His name was Dan Keen. And some of you may know him if you go back that far. He actually became an ASCAP representative years later. Um, but he was over kind of like the the filtering process for songs that get re- would get recorded. And back in the day, the way that songwriting worked is you wrote the song and then you presented it to the song developing de- song development division and they would get the songs cut. Nowadays, you're the songwriter, but you're also the song developer. You have to find people and talk to artists and kind of hit the streets and do it that way. But back in the day, you could just write for a company. They would take the songs and then they would do the work in dis- distributing it and finding artists to, to record the music. Um, but at that time, all you had to do is just get a, an, a, an appointment or an open door and you could submit your songs. And a lot of times, um, you know, that was the, that was kind of like the final phase. And so, uh, I had a friend who was actually the director, uh, the brother, a friend of mine was the brother of the president of green tree. And his brother would just always listen to my music and say, man, Tony, if I could just get you a a meeting with my brother, Dan, man, it would be all over. And so at a particular concert event that I was singing at, he heard me and he goes, I'm going to set you up with my brother. I'm just going to call him and make it happen. Well, he did. Well, a few days later, I called, uh, I called Dan and Dan said, yeah, let's set up a meeting and then we, you know, we'll, we'll get it set up and I'll set it up for this date and this time. So the day came and, and I made my nine hour drive to Nashville and, you know, I drove into the city and I was so excited. And, you know, nowadays it's smart. If you're going to have a meeting, you probably want to call a day ahead of the time and say, Hey, are we still good? Are we still on? Has anything happened? Well, back in the day I was just young and I didn't, you know, know a whole lot about that kind of stuff. So I just knew the meeting was for this date and I'd had it on there for weeks. And, uh, my wife and I, we packed the car and we went to Nashville We stayed, you know, at a bed and breakfast and, you know, and I just had this, this meeting and, and, but the problem was the meeting had been canceled. I didn't know it. I got all the way to Nashville, nine hour drive. And I called the offices and they didn't have any record of my appointment and didn't know what they, what I was, didn't know what I was talking about, but out of the goodness of their heart, they said, yeah, Dan will meet with you this more later on this if you can if you can change your appointment come later on in the afternoon uh we'll 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 meet with you and I was like okay great shoo you know so later on that afternoon got to the office sat in the waiting room for about 15 minutes I was nervous as I had ever been and uh Dan Keen opened the door and said hey you're Tony come on in and I was excited this is my open door this is it man this is it and uh I walked in and my wife waited out in the, the waiting room and, and back in the day, you know, they really just wanted you to record a demo on a cassette tape. If you even know what that is, it was called, it was a cassette tape. You recorded your demos, you had a lyric sheet, you wrapped the lyric sheet in a rubber band around that cassette and you handed it to them. But at the time, man, I was there, there was a piano in the room. Why not just sit and play the songs? And, uh, so I, you know, played my songs, played my heart out, sang it to the best that I could. And, and, uh, he listened and, you know, he was, you know, very cordial, very courteous. And then after sharing the four best songs that I had ever written, like the cream of my crop, so to speak, um, he proceeded to crucify every song 
mark through lines and give his, and I'm sitting there, the arrows are penetrating deeply. And my wife later told me, she says, I was just sitting dying out in the hallway, listening to what was happening. So upset, so nervous for you. And, um, and then at the end of all of that, he said, Let, let's, let's just have a word of prayer. And he started to pray and he said, Lord, Lord, just help us to discover what our true purpose and calling is. And if songwriting should be a hobby or a real ministry or career. And I was like, are you telling me that this is a hobby to me? So I couldn't have been more rejected at that moment than ever. And, you know, Nashville, uh, one of my prayers of going through that whole process back in the day, one of my prayers was, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the music business, I will fear no evil. There's a lot of serpents, a lot of snakes, a lot of pitfalls, a lot of traps, a lot of snares, a lot of dangerous, a lot of career killers, heart killers, dream killers in the city of Nashville. And in the music business in general, and I'm sure it's that way in much of the entertainment and, uh, you know, publishing and songwriting business. But I believe at that time that God was keeping me safe from a lot of things that could have really, really disillusioned me early on. You know, interestingly enough, it took me a year to recover from that. A year. I, I didn't hardly write a song. But I want to go back to number one for a minute. Rejection is correction. I saw Dan Keene a year later at a conference. And I walked up to him. I said, hey, Dan, do you remember me? He said, hey, Tony, how's it going, man? What's up? I said, I just want to thank you. And I wasn't being sarcastic. And I wasn't like, oh, my haters are going to, you know. No, I, I, was, I was being serious and, and sincere. I said, I want to thank you for that meeting that we had a year ago it has helped me so much once I got past the hurt of it I started reading books and diving into uh you know all the learning material I could to grow as a songwriter and your suggestions and your advice though at the time hurt me really really helped me and I believe though as I as I as I'm on number two rejection is protection I believe for a year God hemmed me in and gave me exactly what I needed so that I wouldn't have to go through a lot of other avenues. It was enough to give me exactly what I need and then seclude me back to the mountain of songwriting to hem me in. You know, rejection is the proof that somebody could not master you. And remember, rejection isn't God's divine removal. It's it's not his disapproval. It's his divine removal. He's trying to remove you from situations and time wasters. Things that can really harm you later on. You waste your time doing things that don't improve you. God gave me one powerful meeting. God gave me one powerful meeting that set the stage for a year of growth and removed me from anything else that would cause me harm, waste my time, put me in the direction of wrong people. See, don't think that the person that rejects you is the wrong person. He can actually be the right person in disguise. It can be the right person in your path for that moment that you need so that God can really elevate you and bring you to the next level of growth. So he'll protect you from all the time wasters. He'll protect 
you from all the people that have their personal agendas. Listen, when someone rejects you, they don't have their personal agenda in mind. They just have a perspective. They, they have a subjective view of your abilities, your talents, your experience, or whatever it is that they're looking for that you don't qualify at the moment. That's their perspectives. But don't think they're wrong. Don't think they're wrong. In a moment that they reject you, they're exposing something in you that needs to be improved, but they're also ex- they're also secluding you. They're exposing you, but they're secluding you to a season of development. And when you remember David, he sang to sheep in the sheep field by himself, isolated, protected from politics and protected from people who had no idea what he was made of. He sang in front of sheep. He killed lions. He killed the bear. He protected the sheep from wolves. He learned leadership in isolation and seclusion so that when he came into the public eye, those that season of cushioning and protection and isolation and seclusion protected him for what he needed to learn. See, when you're learning, you got to kind of go to school. You got to separate from your normal circumstances and your comfortable surroundings and go into some isolation. But that isolation can, can be protection because remember, rejection is not God's disapproval. It's his divine removal so that you can be protected from some dangers and some possible redirection of some seasons in your life that you may go down the wrong path because you're so disappointed that you just decide I'm going a different direction and you change. No, what'll happen is God will isolate you. He'll hem you in and he'll protect you. And at the same time, he'll help you grow and learn from the next season of your, of your progress and your pursuit. Hey guys, we are out of time today already. I've only shared two points. We're going to cover the next three points or what I would call benefits of rejection. We're talking about overcoming rejection. And I just want to encourage you to keep coming back to live 360 with Tony Sutherland. We're all about helping you unpack some things in your life so that you can put some new things in the DNA of your pursuit and your goals and your dreams. We're here to help you discover how to have peace and joy in every area of your life. 360 all around you. There's possibilities all around you. And I want to encourage you in the possibility of subscribing to this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review and share it with one or two other people who need to hear what you're hearing now. You know, again, we know that that those of you that are listening now are important. We want you to get as much of information and inspiration as you can, but we need you to share it with other people. Don't 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 hoard it all. Share the wealth, share the love with someone else. Um, We want to get the word out to as many people as we can of how to have peace and joy in the 360 life, every area of their life. And I'm so excited and so honored that you've tuned in today. And I hope this has blessed you. And I hope this has encouraged you. So next week, we're going to come back with part two of overcoming rejection. And we're going to talk about the next three points in our five benefits of rejection. Rejection is projection. Number Four, rejection is redirection. And number five, rejection is not ejection. I can't wait to share this information with you. And so until next time, we'll see you.